The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, Turn up bringing the- you the good times in music, Turn- fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What are you doing? Turn up the AC. I'm dying of the heat. Oh, well, you, you have to tell me that before we sat down because now well, you're your too late. Your phone is right there. Oh, well, that's we, right. I forgot I can do it with the phone. control it by our telephone. We're modern. So before we get started, let me say hi the chat room before you start talking. How's oh, that? All right. So first up. off, we want to say uh, hello to my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hi, how are you? Then we've got a chat room with people starting to fill up. So hello, hello. We want to welcome B. Claudia in Germany. Angela Joseph, who's going to be our second guest today. Um, we also have Ryan Palmer, who's new to the chat room, and he just backed our Celebrity Ghost Hunters comic book. And uh, so, Ryan, welcome to the chat room for the Jimmy Star Show and Ron Russell. Happy to see you. Uh, oh, I went too fast. I don't see who else is in there. Whoever else is in there, we're going to have a fun show for you guys tonight. Um, I forgot. I can actually... Uh, uh, fix the air conditioning. So I'm going to do that while uh, Ron starts talking about whatever Ron's going to talk about. Nobody can see you, so you don't have to do that. Why are we not being seen? Because <laughs> uh, it's not live video until what's your face comes on. Oh, that's Nobody can see how good I look because that's part of my speech. Oh uh, well, they, you they, know, they, Ge- they know though. Well, Geico, <laughs> Geico, the insurance company that is giving me the most difficulty I've ever had in my life from any corporation, thinks I'm 79 years old in an old bag that's broken, ugly, horrible, wheelchair, you know, with a cane and a and a, and tumors on my face. Look, boys, not bad for going to be 80 in May. He's gorgeous. And I dance and I run and I jump. Unfortunately, my knees did hit that dashboard in that collision when the lady came in my lane and crashed into me. Her right hand hit my right fender. That goes to show you how far in my lane she was. Anyway, I thought it would go away because I'm not a sissy. You know, you bang, you get so hot, you bang, you hurt for a couple of days and you're fine. Well, it's been now almost two weeks, and I'm in agony. It's gotten progressively worse. I can't walk. Uh, I'm like a crippled person. Why am I telling you that? Oh, because I want this to go to Geico. Can we send this to Geico? We tweet the shows to them every week. Oh, we tweet tweet our shows to you every week. Um, Here's the deal, folks, the update of today. The wonderful, fabulous Sherry Nelson and the Smith brothers have located a front end to a Audi Roadster like mine. They bought it. They're having it painted and they're sending it to me as a gift. Can you imagine what lovely people they are? That eliminates quite a lot of thousands of dollars from the repair of my car. Now, they valued my car at $7,500, which is a joke. And um, the repair bill will be less 
than $4,000. If you do the math, you realize that my car is less than 10% of the value to repair. Therefore, I feel Geico has no cause. No, no, not 10%. Don't do numbers. You're not good with numbers. I'm not good. What is it? It's, it's going to be. How, how did I fuck it up? It has to be. It has to be eighty in the eighty percent, and it will fit in the eighty percent. Anyway, what it means is they don't have to pay for my bumper. All they have to pay for is the the wheel and the undercarriage damage, if there is any. We haven't any idea about that until we get it on the lift. They didn't do now, that. Now, a friend of mine in New York who works for a very famous insurance company, won't say what said to me, Ron, somebody had their eye on your car in the wrecking place. That's why they totaled it out. Simply because Geico will buy it from you for nothing, and then they will buy it from Geico for less than nothing. They could probably get my car for 2500 bucks. Not if they pay you $7,400. they are going to have to pay at least $7,400. I don't care about Geico. I'm talking about the person who buys my car. Yeah, they'll take it because they salvage it, and then they'll... They go to the salvage and try and get yeah, it cheap. Yeah, bullshit. They go to the salvage. They sell it privately. <laughs> if it's a if it's a Rolls Royce, come on, give me a break, Jimmy. My friend in New York knows what he's talking about. He's a big shot in the insurance company, one of the major insurance companies. And he said that a lot of times they like the car. Somebody working in the wreck shop will say, yes, total it, and then I'll buy it back as a wreck for 2500 They fix it up in the garage and sell it for 7500 or more. Or keep it for themselves. But I fooled them because I told Geico, no way am I ever giving you my car. It will never leave my garage until it is repaired and drivable once again. So that's where we're at right now. So Geico, if you're listening, tell your people in the claims department that the the bumper needs not to be repaired. That will be done at my cost. But the, the wheel mount and the undercarriage, if damaged... Geico must pay for. They cannot call my car a wreck because it's well below the 80% of the value of my car. Did I get that right? Yep, you got it right. Got it right. So much for Geico and so much for this bullshit. Meanwhile, my knees are killing me. I got to spread my legs out. There you go. I love that. Oh, get your mind out of the gutter. (laughs) That's what Liz Lauren said. Liz Liz Lauren, the famous drag queen, said to me, darling, keep your legs as high as you can and as wide as you can. Like she did all her life. That's why her legs don't hurt. There you go. So anyway, we want to also give a quick shout out. I forgot I forgot to mention Teresa Sabin. Thank you so much for everything you do. Teresa is also in the chat room when I was like talking. And we're going to have a fun show for you guys today. We have our uh, celebrity ghost hunters co-star, Kudrosha Ona Karol, coming on. And then that, that uh, name slays me. Kadrosha Ona Karol, or you could just call her Queen of the Paranormal. And then we're going to have Angela Joseph come on that's, uh, second. That's Angie Baby, and nobody's allowed to call her Angie Baby but me. I named her that. There you go. And so uh, yeah, but now on Facebook, a lot of wise asses are starting to call her Angie Baby, and I get really pissed. That's my pet name for Angie Baby and the sisters. There you go. So also, we went to go see a movie. Tell them about the movie because we saw a movie you actually liked. Oh well, well you blow my whole. See how you fuck me up. You, can't, you, got, you talk too much. What do you mean? You shouldn't have said that because there's a, I have a joke and now the joke doesn't work. Well, how would I know that? Well, you have to bear with me. I'm a stand-up <laughs> comic. Oh, my God. I can't take him. Anyway, yes, I went to the movies. Jimmy wanted to see The Invisible Man. I did not. I've seen enough Invisible Men over the years with Claude Rains in the 1930s and 40s with, with, with Lauren Chaney. Enough, 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 enough. 
So I went reluctantly and I sat there, pushed the button and my chair went into recline and I figured, well, I could sleep through this baby. Besides, my knees are killing me. Feels good. A little bit into the film, I began to say to myself, this is probably one of the greatest films I've seen in a long time in the thriller horror department. The story is not the same story where the invisible man walks around with a cane and his hat flies, that bullshit that they do. This is totally different. This is about a human being who's alive and developed in a, a suit that you wear that you become invisible. Now the story unfolds. It is a thriller. Elizabeth Moss did an absolutely outstanding performance in this film. I'm an actor. I know how hard it is to work every scene. She worked every scene with crying, running, screaming, acting crazy, being attacked. The girl worked her bunzo off and really deserves some kind of recognition for her fabulous performance. I highly recommend this movie to everybody to go see. It's not a cheesy $2 horror movie. It's not crappily filmed. It's not junkily done. It's done like a real Hollywood movie. It's done beautifully. The photography, the music, the sound, the effects. I have not one bad thing to say about this film. So if you really want to enjoy a thriller in the, the, the mode of Alfred Hitchcock, because there's a twist and a turn to the story plot, something you don't get. You, you, you get it at the end, but during the movie you don't get it. You're fooled. I love that sort of writing. It's intelligent writing. Please do yourself a favor. Go to dinner or just order a pizza like Jimmy did in the movie. And the pizza <laughs> and the pizza smelled up our entire row. That's right. Everybody was going, What's that smell? What's that smell? And I said, That's Jimmy's pizza. He's got a lot of cheese on it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, the invisible man is a five star from Ron Russell. There you go. I thought it was good too. Um, and we enjoyed it. It was very suspenseful. So I would definitely recommend going out to see it. Um, it's I done just by, said all of that. What are you retarded? I get to have my opinion too. It's yeah, but not you're, you're, you. comp- you're just saying my. You're, you're using my opinion. I am not. Yes, you are. You're saying exactly what I, I am said. Not. Anyway, See what happens. By- Listen, when you're married a lot of years, everybody out there that's married, one mate always becomes the other mate. Anyway, it's done by Blumhouse. You guys, it's the same people who did Fantasy Island. Fantasy Island sucks, but this the one big is actually Oscar. good. Fantasy Island was Le Bomb of the Year. Yeah, that one sucked, but this one is good. Oh, yeah, I also want to thank everybody who's been tuning into the show on iHeartRadio every week. Um, we ask that you please continue to do so. Nine weeks in a row, we're in the top 100 podcasts out of 750,000 podcasts, which puts us like in the top like half of a percent or something like that of all podcasts. We're, we're really becoming big shit. You, well, you like being called a shit. The shit, not big shit, well, but the shit. Yes. I don't like being called the shit. You could be the shit and I'll be the star. <laughs> okay, that's fine. It works anyway. Oh. I watched on my uh, laptop Clown Fear, and I wish that the, the, the script or the director would have made it clear that I was a gay, over-the-top, fake minister. That was not indicated in the film. And when you see it, I just look retarded and stupid. I look like a moron, saying things and doing things like crazy. So I, I really resent the fact that there's no background on characters in movies anymore. Now they pop up, take off their top, show you their pink nipples, and move on to getting a knife stuck in their head. And then the film unfolds with some moronic queen up there marrying people who don't want to get married. I mean, it was just a whole bunch of crap, a mess. You got to get it together, folks. If you want to do a good movie, there's a beginning, a middle, and an end. 
And you also have to do character background. I just appear as a minister. Nobody realizes that it's funny. It's a camp. Also, I was told to tone it down because when they hired me, I was supposed to be a very over-the-top, funny, funny minister. That's what I do. I do comedy. When I was on the set, the director, Min Collins, said, no, we don't want that. We don't want you that gay. We want you to bring it down, bring it down, bring it down. There's no way Ron Russell ever brings anything down. I'm bigger than life. I don't know how to. I don't know how to bring it down. Well, how do? What do you mean bring it down? Whisper out my lines. So I performed as I thought I should, and that was a down performance. Not my happiest. Not my favorite. Now, if you want to see some good work that I did, you have to go see the big friggin' rat when that comes out by Thomas Churchill. In that, my character, my performance, I am very proud of. So anyway, if you want to have a good laugh. Go by Clown Fear. It's actually really good. And you guys, the guy we had on the show last week, Glenn uh, Baggerly, he uh, has a film called The Cure, which is going to be available for people to see soon. It's like only a 30-minute short. But you definitely want to go on to YouTube and watch The Cure uh, trailer. It's really one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Uh, it, it's a film. They made it for $15,000. It looks like it was made for $100 million. I don't know that that information should go out. Yeah, everybody knows it. But anyway, I, I'm not a fan of these uh, quick one-second shot crash em up movies. Uh, they came out from L.A. just to show us the screening. And um, we sat there and watched it. And I was flipping out. Because I said, oh, my God, how much was this movie? Look, you're crashing Porsches, MGs, uh, uh, Mercedes-Benz, uh, Lincolns. Everything is being smashed, crashed, flying around, people killing, shooting bullets, blowing up. It was the most exciting film I've ever seen. And I said that they should get Jason, who? Statham. Jason Stateman to be in that film. I want to be his personal dresser, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> you got to, like, love it. Anyway, you guys. Well, really I would is. tell Jason, strip down to nude and let's redo you. It's the most amazing thing you'll ever see. It's better than like a Fast and Furious type movie. They made it with three men, only three people crew, a three person crew. And you guys really got to check it out. So just Google The Cure Movie 2020 mm -hmm. on uh, YouTube and watch it's it. It's really an amazing film. And I never use that word. I hate that word. It's so played out. Everybody and their mother uses amazing this, amazing that. Like I took an amazing leak. You know, who gives a shit about an amazing leak? But this is an amazing movie and you should watch it. And I can't wait till they shoot it. And of course, I got my two cents in where maybe there's a little part for somebody like me. There you go. All right. So what we're going to do now is try and get our first guest on the line. While we're getting our first guest on the line, we're going to play... Uh uh, the Priceless so single by John B. He was a guest a couple of weeks ago. And while we're doing that, we're going to call Kadrosha Ono Kadrol. So, everybody, enjoy John B. Priceless, and we'll be right back. Hey, pretty lady. What you doing, baby? Nine to five, driving you crazy. Let's go pull it up in the Mercedes. How about we take a trip to Cabo? Mama, no. Listen, the cabana 
Priceless, and uh, it's a great song. We had him on the show, and now we want our, our next guest to just say hi real quick so we can make sure we can hear you, and then we'll introduce you. Say something. Hi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the fabulous Kadrosha Ona Karol, queen of the paranormal. Hello, and welcome to the show. Thank you. I like, love to be here. I always love to be here, so I love you guys. Very protective of you, by the way. There you go. Well, I love I'm it. protective of all my friends. Meanwhile, let me tell you again, you look like my sister, Anita. Seriously, you and I could look related. <laughs> yeah. We could, we could definitely look related. My sister and you look so much alike. I have to send you a picture of her. She's a blonde with blue eyes and a pug yeah. nose. She looks nothing Italian, but she's 100% Italian. She looks Swedish or German, as you do. What are you anyway? 
Um, Polish and Russian, Lithuanian, and uh, Abenaki, which is a Native American. Oh, you're really a melting pot. Yeah. Is that why you have such glorious boobs? That I'm seeing Probably. peeking out of your out of your little sweatshirt. I see a little Probably, cleavage. Yeah. <laughs> all, all, all the men out there, especially Dave Hughes in England, he's a perv. Dave Hughes. Which I don't know if he's actually here today. Oh, he's got to be here. Or missing that cleavage, he'll kill himself. Dave Hughes only watches our show to see the cleavage. He said Ron Russell and Jimmy Starr's show has the most cleavage of any show he's ever seen. Well, you do have some beautiful women, I'll tell you that, and fabulous-looking men as well. Yeah, but the men don't have cleavage, but the women do. <laughs> no, they have no, no. Really have a nice. chat room full no, of people. No, but wait a minute. I fight this. <laughs> I fight this. I, it's it's sexism. Women show camel toe. Women show cleavage. Men never show penis marks. They don't show crotch. What? They, I see all the time at a Comic-Con. I absolutely do. No, I do no, I'm, I'm talking about... On film, on my show, not one on male guy has stood up. If they're well, not, sitting down, of course you couldn't see it. No, but we they have people who take their shirt off and show. No, us their I chest. know, but I think some of the sexy men that come on our show should stand up and show us their bulge because women. I mean, it's only equal. Mm-hmm. Right. I think so. I'm trying to give off sexual energy, energy because that's healing energy, and that's really good for the heart and soul. It will heal my knees. They're killing me from that fucking hey. wreck. I know. Oh my God. Right, right now, my knee, my legs are straight out under the wow. desk, and my knees are killing me. Wow. Meanwhile, Jason Finney said, "I'm going to ask you this." Jason Finney said, "I should get biflex." What do you think about biflex? I have bowflex. Bo- whatever. A bowflex is the, that. That's like a. Um, that's an exercise machine. Bi- no, 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 no. That's that's what. That's Glenn's what, thing. That's Glenn thing. No, by by flex. B I. Yeah, that's uh, ju- uh, glucosamine and conjoitin, like a combination. Right. Of, like I it's a supplement. That. I actually think- took that because I have a problem with my back, and it all it did was make me feel nauseous and sweat, and so I stopped taking. It didn't do anything for me. Um, so I mean, it may help you. You could try. No, not- Why not try it for a couple of months? It could help. No, I but don't need. To, I don't need. I think to elevation and putting uh, coal packs on helps a lot too. You know, yes. that's great. He's going. To, he's going to the like the, the the what do you call that kind of doctor? Sex change. No, he's going to the doctor on Monday or whatever. <laughs> like the doctor who handles all your joints and bones and shit. Whatever. <laughs> orthopedic. They say soak in orthopedic. That's right. They say soak in Epsom salts. It's, it, it's it. not. Yeah, I've, I've done it's that not the I don't think it's the bones. I think it's the nerves connecting to the bones because the pain goes down my calf and up to my hip. You might have have swelling inside that that's impeding on the nerves. And I know with horses, I used to put these sweat wraps on them, whether they were with alcohol or uh, Vicks or uh, the vapor rub, or I'd use Epsom salt. And I'd make these wraps that would pull the... um, the swelling and the liquid out of those areas so they'll heal faster. Uh, you should read up on that. Those are really cool things to use too. And they, and they work. They actually, well, actually did. I've got, I've got the best bone man at Eisenhower Hospital in the desert. And Eisenhower is one of the leading hospitals in the country. Yeah. And our doctor is like numero uno. That's why I had to wait so long for him. Enough about me and my fucking knees. Listen, you are absolutely incredible. If you're not chasing ghosts, you're in a cartoon. If you're not in a cartoon, you're on a TV in an airport. If you're not on a TV in an airport, you're political. You're with this one. You're with that one. Does your husband like you anymore? 
I'm so busy I don't even see him anymore. <laughs> That's why I asked. Does he like? Does he even remember what you look like? I don't know. I mean, you know, it's funny when I, he, he's he's got a collection of pennies that he had found in this old house, and they're all decrepit. So he put vinegar on them, and he washed them, and he put Coca Cola on them, and he's in the bathroom right now drying them up with a hair dryer. And I asked him to, you know, come on in and say hello, but nah, he he doesn't want to. And he looks at it this way, you know, he uh, does concrete work and he pours cement, and I don't go to his job, so he doesn't come to mine. <laughs> See, now, if he was in the desert, I would have hired him in a minute. I want the rest of my patio done. Does he oh, do stamp? Does he, he do concrete stamping? Yes, he does all of that. And he does, um, in New England, a lot of the, the beautiful homes out by the seacoast have um, a particular brickwork. And they're very old, hundreds of years old. And he's an expert at putting additional brick or replacing brick and making it look like um, it's just have never has never been worked on. He's great like that. Okay, now, if I want to reach him for work, where do I go? Just, he lives in Connecticut. Call me up. No. Wait, hang on a minute. I'm going to have a fight with my husband. I think sometimes you're senile or stupid. or I don't know what you are. You're from Florida. I feel bad for you. Well, I'm no, also Florida, I'm monitoring the chat room. Flor and the chat Florida, people, Florida people are not the swiftest, the natives, because the sun and the oranges made them a little slow. I'm trying to do this so her husband gets work, darling. Not that I'm going to use him. I said, if I wanted to use him, where oh, could I reach okay. him? And now she gives me his information so everybody in Connecticut will call him and use him. And Casey can get rich and buy a good push-up bra. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I have a woo, 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 woo. <laughs> The sirens went off. Woo. Tell your husband he's a lucky guy. We're in New Hampshire. And uh, if anyone's in the New Hampshire area, just get a hold of me and I'll just transfer it over to him. There you go. Good, there you go. You guys can get her on Twitter. She's at Queen of the Para. She's Kadrosha Ona Carol on Facebook. She's, I don't know, who are, what are, you, who are you on Instagram? Uh, Queen of the Paranormal on Instagram. And I have other accounts off of that. So best thing to do is to go to queenoftheparanormal.com and you'll be able to get into all the social media. Uh, there you there. go. Yeah. And we, we did a show together in a in Kings Point, Long Island, yeah. on a, an abandoned insane asylum that was as weird and scary as could be. And it went viral, and, too. And, yeah, and KC had a lot of connecting stuff. Somehow, mysteriously, a crucifix appeared on her chest. And uh, be, besides us peeing <laughs> in the building, <laughs> what's his name and I? Who was it? Ricky Rebel. <laughs> Ricky Rebel and I were peeing hand in hand because yeah. we both had a so bad. Yeah, anyway, it, it was a good show, and you and it got like a million hits. No, it's two hundred sixty thousand. How much? Two hundred sixty thousand. Well, you know, when you get when you get, you exaggerate. We're rounding it up. We're rounding it up. It's close to a million. Yeah. So hang on, hang on, yeah. everybody. First, before we go into that, real quick. First, I want Kadrosha say hi to the chat room, real quick. Say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hi, everybody in the chat room. Chat yeah. me up at any time you want. I'll answer all your questions. We have a new we have a new uh, friend in the chat room. His name's Ryan Palmer, who also backed our Kickstarter campaign. Yes, for right. so say hi to Ryan and Angela's hey, in there Ryan, too. How are you? How are you? chat room i'm excited about this and, and say hi to angela because angela's in the chat room and she's our next guest and she also is going to be oh, a ghost oh, in our comic hi, book angela, how are you wait, doing wait a minute wait a minute what's that guy's name i think i know him ryan palmer you're probably facebook friends ryan palmer why do i know the name he works in the movie industry like us is he my age ish no young no, he, young very young he could be your like grandson <laughs> 
<laughs> do I have an evil husband or what? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how old he is, but if you look at his pictures, he looks like he's in his twenties. Well, my pictures, I look like I'm in my forties, and in person, I okay. look like a hundred. No, you don't look like you're a hundred in person. Anyway, now tell me, because Big Mouth over here screwing up this whole interview. Tell me, how did you get the cartoon comic book? What was what was that all about? How did you get found or found them or why are we oh, oh, all in the comic, comic book, book for for you and I or the comic book that I did for myself? Let's do I, both. I don't give a do shit yourself about, wait, first. I don't give a shit about your comic book. <laughs> 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 I only care about the one I'm in. How Hollywood can I get? <laughs> so Hollywood. No, Actually, Brian says he's forty, so he takes it as a compliment. So yeah, oh, dude, so, you look young. Anyway, yeah, let's hear about. All of the comic books. Okay, it started off in uh, 2015. I was at Oak Comic Con out in Nebraska, uh, in near Oaks Bluffs, Iowa. Actually, just right ac across the bridge there. And um, it, it was a great Comic Con. This dude walked up to me. His name was Charles Moyset. And he asked me, he said, hey, do you want to be in a comic book? And I'm thinking, who the hell doesn't want to be in a comic book? Yeah, I want to be in a comic book. But I need to do the comic I need to be me in the comic book, doing what I do in real life. I, I need to do that. So we sat and talked. Uh, Brian Morris was the author for that comic book. And we got together and we put this package together. And then I get a phone call from Brian, who's a comic historian, 50 years now. And he said, uh, I've researched every angle this way, that way, and every way. And you are the first person in comic book history to be a superhero doing what you do in real life between the com pages of a comic book. And Yay, I'm thinking, that's a big fucking deal. You bet your buns big is. deal. And, you know, and, I went and she, and she stacked also. <laughs> and I went to see, you know, Stan Lee in 2006, in the fall of 2016 in Rhode Island. And I had a chat with him in the back hall. And, um, yeah, he was aware of it. And he, he said, you know, as I think of it, there really is no one but you. And Brian Moore said that uh, the closest people were um, uh, Dale uh, – Roy Rogers and Dale Evans in 1934, they did their TV show <clears throat> in comic book form, but they weren't superheroes. So I ended up with, with that title so, so many years later. And, you know, I'm sorry to mark Stop, 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 stop for a second. Go back. So you got to meet Stan Lee. First of all, was he cool? Yeah, well, this is not the first time I met him. I met him in 2015. Oh, two, I met him in 2014, I believe, as well. Um, I'm we so jealous. I'm, like, yeah, he's he, a great guy. Oh, yeah, he, he was a great guy. He gave me a great big hug. He congratulated me. And, hey, he's the man. And I'm like, you know, you kudos like that. You would think that other organizations would welcome you and whatnot. But where Wait, is hang, on, hang on, hang on. Who's Stan Lee? Stan Lee is the creator of Marvel Comics. He's created every, okay, ma now, every major superhero. Now Spider-Man. Now our <laughs> listeners know who we're talking about. No, they don't, because I don't know him, and I've been around since the day Earth was made. I know, but so has he. He died, unfortunately. I'm so jealous that you got to meet him. I, I actually have a Stan Lee action figure Never oh. opened, never opened out of the box, you know, where it's got his director's chair and producer's okay. chair and everything. Um, and yeah. I think, I think when I bought it, I think it was about two or three hundred dollars, and I think now it's about twelve or thirteen hundred dollars worth. It's got to be the guy's phenomenal and highly intelligent, funny as heck, but and very, very warm of the heart. He's very sweet. He's a sweetheart to me, and um, 
yeah, uh, yeah that, that's a nice kudo to have. Um, I'll always cherish it. And um, I should have got a selfie. And, you know, you're not thinking thing, people are rushing back and forth. And, you know, you don't want to like interrupt his day that much. But uh, I did get that and I'm OK with it. And uh, so then, you know, I'm talking to, you know, Jimmy Starr, the magazine gets out and stuff like that. And Jimmy and I are talking like, why don't we do a comic book, you know, on the uh, King's Park thing? That's hilarious. That whole thing was so freaking funny. Every time I watch it, I'm going to pee myself. I mean, all the comments that you have, Ron. I mean, you're hysterical. <laughs> you're so freaking funny. Well, you know, no, the, the funniest thing. The funniest thing was our very dear friend and Jimmy's partner, Eileen Shapiro, her bra size, I think, is like 42 triple D on a side on a little girl of five feet tall. Her boobs really and truly when she leaves New York to come to L.A., her boobs get here before her. That's how big they are. Okay, it's a big chain link fence. We have to climb over to sneak into the crazy house. Well, poor Eileen drew her boobs over the fence. They were hanging on one side, and she was hanging on the other side. And, and she's saying, Ron, help me. And I couldn't because I was doubled over from laughter and screaming. And the poor woman is hanging from her 42 triple Ds. So that that alone was funny. I mean, it, it, it's funny, it's interesting, and it's spooky because we did hear. Yeah. Oh, listen, we went down in the in the cellar and we saw where they chained all the crazy people to the wall and let them yes. scream and ch chant. Where they did the uh, what the brain thing? What is it called? The um, lobotomy. A lobotomy. You tell them. You 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 know all about it. Yeah, they had. Well, before they had Thorazine. You know, they had the lobotomies, then they had Thorazine. But before all that. Uh, what they did around the time of the full moon, because it does, you know, it um, with the gravity and the pull of the moon, it kind of pulls their um, their chemicals in the brain and it makes them react like nuts. And uh, so they would have to restrain them. And these were the places where they restrained them, whether it was to the wall or to the ceiling. I mean, it was really scary uh, to see history like that up close and has such a dark, weird feeling in that whole area. And um, that was just weird, all weird in general. And then we found the dead rat skeleton on top of something <laughs> where a rat had died. And you see the, the teeth, the head and the whole body of the rat. And that yeah. made me like sick. And then there was danger because you could have fallen through the floor parts. Everything was rusty and moldy. We couldn't yeah, breathe. Yeah, had a lot of asbestos. And what people don't realize is when the camera was off of us, we had our hands like this, our coats up like this, and it was, it was cold in there. Right. And um, another thing people don't know is you're not allowed to go in there, but I did obtain permission. I was walking around with the email inside a folder. Uh, but it, it's, it, you know, it's still it's still dangerous uh, to go to those places. And you you really should follow the local law because they'll call the cops on you. In two seconds. When, when we went in the dark room where you discovered the crucifix carved in your chest, what happened? You heard somebody or something? What did we hear? I don't remember. We all well, heard a voice. There was a, there was an EVP that we asked, uh, do you know who we are or am? And it came back, Jimmy, Jimmy Starr. And yeah, I thought that, that fuck was that billing. Cool. That, fuck you. You got billing. I didn't get billing. Yeah, sure. it's weird. And we weren't even we were just saying Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. And how the heck did he know it was Jimmy Starr? I will never know. I thought that that was bizarre. It was an amazing voice. Yeah, it was probably it was probably Jimmy doing a ventriloquist. Act. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> 
No, that, 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 I'm the one that has contacted spirits. Jane Russell. How do you think I met Jane? My story. Yeah. I mean, I, I have been, I am very, I am very psychic. Be on airport TV too. That particular story, your, your interview that you gave about your story with Jane Russell. I have taken that and I'm taking that with me to airport TV. I want people to see it. I, I want them to understand the spirit world, not just through me, but, but through was, like you. That was on the level. Yeah, I didn't ever made that up. It's not theater. It's not Hollywood. Because I wouldn't do that. You know, I've learned. I've earned a reputation in my business of being honest. Everybody says if Ron says it, we know it's true. Ron does not bullshit anybody or or, or sugarcoat anything. And I don't. And that's exactly what happened. And when I told Jane Russell that, she immediately gave me her phone number and said, honey, call me. I want to talk to you more about it. Of course, Jane had experienced also some ghostly encounters with voices and things. So there you go. So, so real quick, Rebel. Hey, Rebel, are you there? I'm always here, we, Jimmy. We, uh, just tell me real quick, because I have people texting me saying they can't figure out how to hear us on the site. What are they supposed to click on to hear us on the site? Do they have to click on anything, or does it just listen come up live. automatic? They need to click on the listen live button. It's at the top. Of the okay, list. perfect. Thank you. Hit the listen live right, go button. Back. Hit, the, hit the listen live button, everybody, if you can't actually hear us. You're missing really good shit. I don't know where the chat room is. I was trying to figure that out. I gave up. <laughs> you know, we have uh, our audio people have left us, abandoned us, and... Well, people today have no such thing as uh, integrity. We have all the same people in the chat room that we always have. No, I don't mean chat room. I mean the people that have brought us the show. Chad Murphy died. Oh, okay. And Chad <laughs> Murphy was the best. He was the best in the world. He's so missed even today. But other people that have come on, they pursued their career and never gave a notice. Like years ago, you had to give two or three week notice in a job. Nowadays, they say, oh, by the way, this is my last week here. And that fucks Jimmy and I up because we have nobody engineering the show. So right now, Jimmy, who is not an engineer, is trying very hard to use old equipment to vi to, vi to video you so that we can show you as and well. He's done a great job. He truly It'll, it'll happen. And we've got Rebel doing the audio and the audio is Rebel awesome. Rebel is wonderful. We love Rebel. And Rebel will <laughs> never leave. She'll never leave W4CY because she's been with them forever. And Rebel is almost a, as long as we have. Yeah. And Re Rebel has integrity. This broad has. She's just fabulous. All right. So let's go back. So we got a Kickstarter, you guys. It's called Celebrity Ghost Hunters. Padrol, she'll put it all together. We have fabulous perks. Some of the perks are um, – go ahead and tell them what some of the perks are. <laughs> some of the perks are that you can be um, on the wall of honor, your picture or likeness in a frame right in the restaurant area behind where we're all sitting. Uh, you can be a ghost in the shadows. You can be a demon. Uh, rock stars already filled. Um, and, and they also have other things just like in a supporting manner. Maybe, maybe you don't want to be in it. Um, so, or maybe you just want a digital download. And so for as simple as a dollar, uh, you can get involved with us and support it. And the great thing is, is it travels along the story of us doing the uh, Kings Park um, Asane Asylum and, uh, and all the fun things we had with, you know, Eileen and her boobs on the fence. <laughs> Everything and and what's his name and in our team? You know, doing all uh, uh, these fancy things, and I don't want to give too much of it away. But no, um, but 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 what's his, what's his name again? I keep forgetting. Ricky Rebel. Ricky Rebel is a very famous guy in Hollywood. He's West not. He's not in the comic book. 
Ricky's not in the comic book. No, no that we, we sold it. We sold his face. We sold it. Else. We somebody sold paid. It. Somebody paid hundreds of dollars to be the rock star in the comic book. Oh boy, Ricky's yes. not happy with that. Oh well, Ricky's not a part of it. <laughs> oh boy. Anyway, he and I were peeing together. I don't know if we have that in the comic book, but it was funny oh, that. The- oh, I didn't know that, but that's a good story to put in the Kickstarter. No. <laughs> We, we, we couldn't help. We were dying. We couldn't help it. There's no toilet there. If there was a toilet, the toilet bowl was missing. And we couldn't find a bathroom. Now, there was a hole in the wall. And I referred to it as a glory hole. And, yeah. and I'm so who, stupid. I have, to, I have to ask Jimmy, what is a that? Glory, a What's a glory hole? Anyway, it's full, of, it's full of double entendre. It's full of fun humor. There's some gay humor in it. There's straight humor in it. There's booby humor in it. There's beautiful girls. There's everything. It's it's, it's a really fun and thing. With, uh, Ricky Rebel, and the reason we decided not to, um, you know, continue because we're going to do more of these comic books. We're going to do more of these type shows. We're going to have more celebrities on it. So he was just part of our going viral thing and giving us the idea that that part is interchangeable with other people. So that that's why we decided to hold back on that um, and just put someone else in in his place because that'll be ever changing regardless. Of of what book we do or reality show or whatever. I just want to tell all of our fans, friends, and listeners, a dollar today is what a penny was years ago. Um, it's worth nothing, a dollar. I mean, you give a dollar tip to the valet, you give a guy in the street that's homeless a dollar. So why not give us a dollar so we can get this cartoon comic book going? You will enjoy it. Your kids will enjoy it. Your grandparents and your parents will enjoy it because yeah. everybody in it is diversified. So yes, please, sir. so please do it for me. Do it for Ron Russell and my annoying husband, Jimmy Starr, who I love to death. <laughs> Send one dollar. We don't want more. Just one dollar. Wait a minute. We have, we have over five million people that come into this show. So if everyone sent one dollar, we would have five million dollars, and then we could really Retire. do. <laughs> we, could, <laughs> no, we could really do a reality show we too. Could, we pay for. We could do a three D comic book. Seriously, guys out there, do me a favor. Send one buck, just a dollar, and you know what? Maybe. If you send, uh, like, let's say, a hundred dollars or fifty to a hundred dollars, I'll have the cartoonist uh, draw me kissing you on the lips. Yeah. Right. Well, no, that's a perk we never heard. I think that's we a didn't do that and, one. And maybe trying to grab your boobs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but have them go to kickstarter.com slash celebrity ghost hunters. They type it in and they'll find our page. And there we are. So listen, you guys, we've got a lot of good perks. You can be a ghost. You can be a demon. You could get an autographed copy that's autographed by all four of us. Um, uh, there's all different perks for all different prices. It's mm-hmm. kickstarter.com slash celebrity ghost hunters. We're only trying to raise $2,300. We have $1,394 right yeah, now. We're, we're over halfway there. This we, is only awesome. need, we only need $916, and if we could get $916 of you to – uh, donate a dollar, you know, we would totally. I mean, it's it's a buck. How cheap can you be? What the fuck is a buck today? Nothing. What do you buy with a dollar? You can't even buy a pack of gum. I mean, really, what could you buy for a dollar? Nothing. You can go to the ninety-nine cent store. Dollar store. Anything at the ninety-nine well, cent store. Yeah. I, I gotta move. My knees are killing me. 
<laughs> they have uh, people, celebrities that, that want to be seen here and there. This is such a cheap way to advertise yourself, whether you're you know, trying to climb the ladder of celebrity and get your brand out there. Become a ghost, become this, become that, because you know this comic book is being sold everywhere and anywhere, regardless of what uh, conventions I go to, the things that you do. So this is a great advertising thing for people who want to break into, you know, uh, the business. This this is it. I mean, where can you get advertising this cheap? You can't. You can't do it. And and let me say something else on 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 a personal note. If any of you out there think that we're doing this because we want to make money, Nay, we're not, not getting any money. We did this as a favor to KC. We don't. We didn't make us, a. Pe- I wanted it. Well, to Jimmy, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't make a nickel. We never will make a nickel. No. This is it, kids. It's we work for free. So send your dollar. We're not greedy people, and we don't want you to do it for us. And the great thing is, is uh, Brian Morris, he, he put all this, you know, whatever he was going to charge on a back burner. And when we have Eric Hawkins, the, the gentleman that's the artist, and he reduced his rate considerably to put out a comic book. It costs thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. And we're able to do it for only the 2300 now the 900 and something dollars left for it, which is unbelievable because none of us are getting paid for this. And we're putting it all together and, and we're doing all the you know advertising for it and for the Kickstarter program. And then when it comes out, we're doing the mailing and we're doing everything else that goes with it. So um, it is definitely an inexpensive project. And again, if you want to break into the industry, this book's going everywhere. So why not, you know, join us? Is and remember, right? remember one thing. This is a gift from all of us to you. Yes. And you guys, once we get the Kickstarter campaign funded and we know the comic book's coming out, we're going to have a website, CelebrityGhostHunters.com. We're going to put all yes. our videos up there. <clears throat> and, and then you guys can make us really popular. And then we're going to get on television and we're going to be uh, the new Celebrity Ghost Hunters television show. And I'm talking to KC about possibly shooting a uh, another um, fabulous show about ghosts in a California ghost town. It's a real ghost town. And they have a lot of... A lot of People have said there's a lot of stuff going on in, the, in that ghost town. We don't have to town. sleep on the ground or anything, do we? No. No, no, no. It's open to the public. <laughs> we just have to get uh, shooting, pr- filming permission. Oh, God. Yeah, you have to do that. Yeah, like I said, everything, have to do everything above board because that's the only way you're going to do it. And uh, just do it the right way. Do it the right way the first time. It's the best way. It yeah, was so be- much fun, wait, though. Because the funeral part, I went to Calico Ghost Town in 1969, and the funeral parlor was still there. And I Whoa. bet I bet that's where we're going to hear a lot of voices telling us things about how they got killed or what happened in the old west and so, you know the thing is is even if the funeral parlor's not there you know that they they uh for the embalming and they put the blood in the ground and that's still a lot of energy there so we're going to be able to get activity there right there uh where they had that funeral home regardless if it's still there or not so if you want us to stay visible and if you want to be a part of us and hang out with us and do our crazy shit, send a fucking dollar. Stop being cheap. One buck. Jesus Christ. And you, I'm not asking for a fortune. And, and you guys, oh. if you go on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell YouTube page, you can find this, uh, the Kings Park psychiatric thing that we climbed through the windows. That was hilarious. And then we also went to another place. I don't remember. What was the other place we went to? We have two uh, videos up, you guys. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, I combined the 
two to make the story to, to make it but easier. But they can watch both yeah. of them because they're hilarious. We saw an actual ghost at the end of one of them. That's the truth. Running alongside of our car and then the disappearing. Car. Strange. Yeah, you saw that, didn't you? That yeah, absolutely. That was awesome. It was a white vision of a of a, a silhouette of a person in white, like a white uh, uniform that could be a doctor or a nurse or a patient, and it ran alongside of our car and disappeared. And, and not only did we see it, but everybody in the car saw it. And we're going to have celebrities go, go with us on every one, so yeah. it'll be the four of us plus a celebrity on every show, shoot that we do, so every time we do it, you'll see another cool celeb. Yeah, so much I, fun. Think, I, I love think that's it. wonderful because celebs are people too, and they have such precious reactions. I remember, you know, Ricky Rebel having his reactions to things and just, you know, got a little bit overwhelmed and had to be taken out of the building so he could go by the car. It was just a little bit too much for him to handle. But that happens when you're not used to it. When the spirit, I mean, it's, it's not a TV show that you see on cable. That stuff's all fake and over-processed. What you guys experienced was 100% real. And if it's setting Ricky Rebel out of the building, you know stuff. Oh, uh, he was scared. He ran out. <laughs> yeah, not, not, nothing scares me because I'm not afraid of the dead because they're waiting for me. You know, it won't be long. I'll be with them. So I'm not afraid of, of all my friends that have died. You know, the greater majority of my life are gone. The few I have like two friends left from when I was a kid. That's wow. all. Out of out of out of maybe 50 or 60 people. So I'm not afraid of the dead. And the dead come to me. And the same thing with KC. They love KC. And the, the ghosts or spirits or whatever electrical particles of voice or sound that's floating around the world, she's receptive to it. She opens up to it. And that's how come she's who she is. Absolutely. Let's do some bragging. Okay, hold on one more time, though. Kickstarter.com, Celebrity Ghost Hunters, you guys. Please donate anything that you can. We need $906. Um, yeah. Then you can also, if you want to find out more about Kadrosha Ona Carol, you can go to queenoftheparanormal.com. I was yeah. looking on, I looked on, um, uh, on your IMDb, and it says it's filming. I don't know if you've already filmed your part, but you have a film called Attack of the Killer Chickens, the movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And they're still they're, they're in still uh, uh, I think they're in post production now I'm not <laughs> sure but that was that was fun to film I did that out at Chiller Theater I think about a year ago and they're still working on it so I hope it's going to be a wonderful wonderful movie can't wait well, to we, see we it. know people in it though because I'm friends yeah. with David Naughton and we've had Lloyd <laughs> Kaufman on the show Who and uh, uh, Brendan Fletcher I don't know but he's one of the stars in Genevieve yeah. Rossi I know her very very well I like her a lot she. She's just a good person. I and like then, her. And then one of the guys who's going to be there is is in it is John Link. You know oh, John Link. Of course we know John Link. John Link very well. Love him. Yes, he's a great guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. We, we're going to bring to you the fabulous Sadie Katz, who's the queen of horror. Love and, Sadie. And, and, and yeah, Sadie Katz is fabulous, and she'll definitely do the car, the comic book. So all of you Sadie Katz fans, you can see Sadie in a. She's got a tremendous. Now we have to put her in one of our shows. Yeah, yeah, she's got a tremendous she, fan base. Shows with with her, and then yeah. we can do a screaming Sadie, contest. Oh, wait! Sadie has one of the 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 largest followings of horror people that I know. I mean, she's got fans up the kazoo. Everyone loves Sadie cats, cats, and she will do it definitely because. Everything I do. So I, do you, I work with her. Do you a know? Lot. Do you know Lloyd Kaufman very well? Because it seems like you're in a lot of his like shit. Toxic Tutu. That's kind of like a sequel yes. of a Lloyd, Lloyd Kaufman movie, too, right? Toxic Avengers. Yeah. 
we had Lloyd Kaufman was one of the first horror people we ever had on the show, and he was hilarious. Um, yeah. And I've always like liked him. And uh, his movies are so bad that they're good. Yeah, they, that's just the way it goes. I remember <laughs> when uh, Joan Ardali, the guy working with uh, Lloyd Kaufman and Mark Torgel, the the mop boy. Um, well, Joan Ardali passed away. Um, uh, very suddenly, um, he had cancer, but a very rare form, and he was doing well. And then all of a sudden, within a week, gone. I remember speaking to him like about well, four days beforehand. It was just amazing. So I worked with Mark Torgel and uh, with Lloyd a bit to uh, let's keep this project alive. Let's get it finished. Let, let's get publicity going. Let's get it distributed. But, you know, always being a cheerleader for them and keeping things going. And so wasn't Genevieve and uh, Rossi. And uh, we just kept our fingers crossed that we could finally get that DVD out. And it, and it happened. And I think it happened because of the love we all have for uh, Joan Ardelli, the original director and producer of that. And if you guys... Wait, hang on a minute. Tell me more about the, the Jane Russell story that I did, that it's going on TV in an airport. I'm, I'm, not, I'm vague okay. about that. I work... Um, they call me the face and spokesman for uh, airport TV. Uh, there's a company called CAS run by um, Antonio Choice. And CAS um, is um, a, a wonderful company. What they do is they program and run airport TV. And they have these um, kiosks there, and you have programming. And what one of the programs is going to be, me, uh, doing different supernatural paranormal things. Uh, only for about a minute or two, but with, with yours, well, I'll be an extended version because uh, the interview is so valuable. I want people to hear it. So when people are in the airport and they're charging their cell phone or they're wanting to make a, a domestic or an international call for free, by the way, from these kiosks with these huge 42-inch screens connected to them, they can watch you and me. This that's terrific. That's great. Yeah. That, that, and, that's... and it's 180 screens in the Denver International Airport alone. That's the fifth largest airport. And from there, it branches out all over the United States. So, uh, And all over the world, I'm doing bulletin boards out, uh, bulletin boards, billboards out in Saudi Arabia and uh, different things for them as well. So. That's wow, that, that, that's really sensational. And I have a lot of friends all over the country that will get a kick out of me and yeah. that story. I want the world to know that story because so many people say to me, how did you get to meet Jane Russell and be her dear friend? And I tell them I loved her since I'm 16. That's why my name is Russell. I took Jane's name. And yes, Jane and I met and we became the dearest of friends for many years. And when you see this, you'll know the story. And it's a true story. You want to tell them real quick about Paranormal 13 News? Oh, yeah. Paranormal 13 News, uh, really, it's on the Galaxy Global Network. It is the only paranormal show that can't be canceled uh, unless I decide I don't want to do it anymore. But uh, it brings different news items, this and that, you know, uh, of the paranormal. So, so people can watch it, whether it's, you know, clips from YouTube, this and that, and discussions. Uh, there's a new uh, show <coughs> called 
Paranormal 13 News special reports hosted by Debbie Perkins. And she'll be talking things about like haunted toilets and haunted food and haunted this and that. Uh, and those are short little blurbs that will be going out this spring. But it's a, it's a fun show and I want to keep it there. And um, I like people to go to it. So it's paranormal13news.com and you can watch all, all that. But I want to get back to what Ron had said about Jane Russell. I remember you saying you wanted the world to see, you want people to see it. And because of my love for you, you know, Ron, and that story being so fabulous, that's my gift to you. I'm taking that story with me and I do want the world to see it. And I want it to be attached there. And so people coming from all over the world, walking by these things, will get a glimpse of your world with Jane Russell. And that's, that's what I want. I'm, I'm not going to tell you how to edit or produce, but not many people know who she is anymore. So maybe you should do a still of her when she was young so people will re- recognize her and say, oh, yes, we know she's a yes. legend. You know, Jane Russell is a legendary movie star that's been around forever. She was the most photographed woman in the world. And Howard Hughes made her into a huge star. I will she- put, I'm, I'm writing all this stuff, so I'll put pictures of you and her. And then just her. Okay. Yeah, because I haven't even got to that to edit it down to condense it. So, uh, yeah, that'll be. um. And Jane that. Russell played with Marilyn Monroe in Gentlemen Prefer Blondes. And Jane Russell was a star of that movie, not Marilyn Monroe. Okay. That's okay. it, baby. So now tell me about your private life. What do you do all day long? Do you do private readings? Yes, I actually do. Yeah. And how how difficult is it to get to you to get a reading? Oh, it's not that difficult. Queen of the Paranormal dot uh, com. Go to the shop page. I think they're on there. If not, just send me an email through there, and we'll connect and see what we can do. So you can do it via computer. I do it through Skype if I if with people that want to talk to me or FaceTime right. or something like that. Yeah. Absolutely. The, that would be the better way than just yeah, online. because you, you can look at them, you know, and and you get a feeling for them and the energy, and you have an idea of, you know, uh, what's going on in their lives. It's 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 good to have eye contact, even if it's just through electronics. Back in 1961, Ethel Myers Johnson, if you know the name. The queen at that time of of me of of um uh, she could read minds and she knew the future. She was fabulous. She said to me, "Nothing exciting is going to happen in your life until when you are very old, and there'll be a fork in the road. One side is not good, but the other side is fabulous, and you will know which side to take, and you will become very famous." And guess what? I hit the fork in the road. I chose Jimmy Star to be with, and now. I am becoming very famous as well as Jimmy. So, you know, psychic readings psychic readings do work. Ethel Maya Johnson has many books out. And read her books. She's a phenomenal psychic. Actually, Queen of the Paranormal has books too, don't you? Because I saw them on your yes, website. Have, um, Ghosts and Legends of the Merrimack Valley. Uh, it comprises two states along the Merrimack uh, Riverbed. Uh, these are places you can go to and exchange commerce. I also have a book out called um, Legends of the um, Ghosts of the New Hampshire Seacoast. Again, you can go to these locations, and uh, they're steeped in history. Um, 
mainly history and then the paranormal undertones within investigation and whatnot. And the history is striking. A lot of people don't realize how much history there is up there. And um, I've had uh, school systems actually order the book, um, Ghosts and Legends of the Merrimack Valley, because of the history in the local area so they could teach their students. <laughs> So that's a great that's a great book to have. So and hang on, hang on, hang on. I'm going to stop you for a second because we just had a new person join us in the chat room. Hey, cool and it is the lady whose boobs got stuck on the fence. Oh my God! <laughs> Forty two triple D is here. <laughs> Hi, honey bunch. Hi, Eileen. <laughs> we're talking about you in the cartoon and your knockers being caught on the fence and you hanging from your 42 triple D's. She can't wait. She says, I can't wait for my copy of this fucking comic. Yeah. <laughs> her, grandchild, her grandchildren are going to love seeing her hanging from a fence by her knobs. Now, listen, <laughs> Casey, Casey, personal question. Do sure. you go food shopping? Do you cook? Do you clean the house? I wake up very early. I cook. I clean. I sew. There, there's my dress dummy right there in the corner. With a oh, coat. cool! I make. I made my um, my superhero costume all myself. Uh, yeah, I, I sew buttons on. Sew zippers. I'm, I'm like a 1950s girl or something. Well, how do you find time to do the millions of successful things that you do? I mean, you're successful. You're not a daydreamer. You're not. You're not blowing smoke up people's ass. You really do what you do, and you do it yeah. well. You have where's, to the time, where's the time? Well, I do this thing called time management. Um, um, it's an old thing. I just say, okay, I'm going to do an hour of this, then I'm going to do an hour of that. And I keep track of what I'm doing, where I start, where I end, so I can continually work on all these different projects and be fresh and crisp to go to the next instead of, you know, tired and beaten up. But I do get up early um, to take you know, the dogs out, and then I clean the house. I do the housework very early. I get everything done by, like, 8, 8.30 in the morning. And then I, I hit I hit the day, and I go probably to about 5 o'clock. And then I just say, no more. And I'll just go and relax, watch some TV or whatever. But I just – it's, like, constant. But it's time management, so I don't get, like – overly overwhelmed with things. I got about an hour, hour and a half here, hour, hour and a half there, 50 minutes here, and I just keep it going and keep track. Wow. Okay. Um, I, I should I, learn how, how to time manage that way. I have Thursday open. Can you come? <laughs> no, seriously, I want to invite you. You know, we don't have really many house guests because we don't have a guest room because Jimmy took the, all the rooms for his monsters and shit but when when 42 triple d comes eileen shapiro we do have a bed that pulls out a folding bed i want to invite you to come and enjoy our home when we, when we do the western thing we're not far from arizona we could hop in our car we could drive to the uh ghost town and see what's going on if it's flat and we don't get ghosts we burn the film but if we have some exciting stuff then you can get it and push it out there because ghost towns really are ghost towns. Yeah, they are ghost towns, and there's a lot of energy in places that people never realize where it is, like uh, where the outhouses were, like where the uh, funeral home was, uh, like where the church was, different places, saloon, where the prostitutes were, all these things, uh, the, you know, forbidden fruit and all of that. There's a lot of energy there. So we... Sure. Yeah, let's, we'll be able to pick some stuff up. Let's do it. The desert gets hot, like 120. 
around uh, June July. and July. So, so you have to come out before and do it before. Otherwise, it's unbearably hot. You won't be able to work. Otherwise, we got to wait till the fall. Yeah. Otherwise, wait for the fall. But um, uh, definitely. So you're invited to our house. And everybody out there, don't get mad if we don't invite you. But you know, certain people are 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 closer than others. Am I going to insult anybody? But you know, I I know Casey for a while now, and she's always been a favorite person of mine. So. I got. I got to get out of this. I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Tell a joke. That'll no, break. no. I'll unzip your blouse. That'll get me out of it. <laughs> there you go. So, Woo! <laughs> um, okay, so you guys, this is where it is. Uh, oh, oh yeah, DJ, uh, Dave from Stars Now UK is like, "Where's my invite? I'm upset." Oh, Dave. Dave is there. Dave. You want? He's not watching because he can't see it. Oh, Dave, when, when you will watch this, watch the cleavage. She's got like six inches long cleavage, Dave. You're going to kill yourself if you see how beautiful she is and the boobs. All my friends have boobs, so they're not my friends. So B wants to come. <laughs> Teresa wants to come. Dave wants to come. Oh, well, B can come. She's from Germany. Twism wants us to go to his house and have ice cream in Canada. <laughs> oh, Twism, go fuck yourself. No, 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 no. I'm not going to make this Hotel uh, California. No, only if we are working with you, then you can come to our home. So that Except you for you, B, you can come. So that you don't have to pay for a hotel, which is quite a lot of money, especially here in Palm Springs. They're like three fifty, four fifty a night, which is a demented amount of money. Unless you stay in a dump. <laughs> yeah, and you don't want to stay in a dump where... Ugh. Anyway, you stay with us, stay with us, and I'll cook a wonderful dinner. I'll invite all of our nice friends over. You'll meet some really interesting people all in the business, and we'll have a good time. But I definitely want to do this Western thing. You know, Glenn, Glenn, uh, what's his name? Glenn Baggerly. Glenn Baggerly showed us uh, a couple of days ago a TV show that he wants to do. And he goes to all the ghost towns and he interviews the people there. And that's how I, I remembered mentioning this to you a long time ago. And I said to Glenn, we should really go and do a ghost show. Yeah. That would be and, and, and Glenn should really be with us because he's good at this. He goes to all of these uh, and Glenn will do it for free. Or else we we don't talk to him anymore. Now we'll get we'll, we won't. <laughs> we'll get that. it. That's nothing. No brainer. Everybody will come and do it. So here's what we got to do. You guys. Wait, we wait, gotta go. wait, we gotta go. wait a minute. When Glenn finds out Sadie Katz is coming, Glenn will come for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. There we go. <laughs> for sure. Um, anyway, you are a delight, my sweetie pie. I regret that we live so far apart because if we were close together, I would be seeing you much more. I would be having coffee and crumb cake in my kitchen with you and loving every second of your beautiful personality and your fabulous uh, beyond belief personality. Dave's freaking out. You keep mentioning Sadie. So everybody, listen. <laughs> This is Kadrosha Ona Karol, Queen of the Paranormal. Her website's queenoftheparanormal.com. Please contribute to our Kickstarter campaign. It's kickstarter.com. Kickstarter.com. No, kickstarter.com slash celebrity ghost hunters. Uh, we only need $906. Please contribute so we can get this baby going. And Kadrosha, we want to thank you for coming on the show, and we'll see you soon. But final note. Final note. This lady is the real deal. Bye, sweetheart. I love you. Bye. Bye, honey. Bye. Bye, sweetie. What uh, a nice person. She's so fabulous. I love her. Um, all right, she's you guys. one of my sweetest friends. I love her. So now we're going to uh, take a quick uh, music break, you guys. 
Um, we're going to play the the, uh, the latest song by World 5. The name of the song is BU. We had them on the show sometime in this last year. And I saw this, this, the, this song on my desktop, and I thought, oh, let's play it today. So uh, this is BU by the band World 5. Enjoy. What's on your mind? Weighing it down. Heart pounding of the hellish kind. I don't understand I'm from the outside Looking in In times like these You need a friend You will persevere All that holds you back is fear Wipe away those needed tears Be the 
Let's beat you by World 5. Um, we want to do a quick uh, commercial for all the places you can, not all the places, the biggest places you can hear the Jimmy One Star One thing show. I want to say before you roll. Okay. J Views in England, listen up. Get Clown Fear. In the film, Sadie Katz is topless in a pond, and you see her nibbies. They, there's a whole bunch of nakedness in there, actually. So, Dave, you'll have a heart attack, but get the oh, movie. you can't get it. It's not available yet in the U.K. Oh, when it's available. When it's the, available in the U.K., you got to get it. <laughs> because you see Sadie Katz sitting in a pond, topless. There you go. All right, you guys. These are the, the biggest places that you can hear the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. First of all, we want everybody, if possible, to either listen live on W4CY Radio every uh, Wednesday from 12 to 2 p.m. Pacific time, or we want you to listen to us on iHeartRadio because for nine weeks in a row we're the top 100 podcasts on iHeartRadio out of 750,000 podcasts. We want to thank everybody for tuning in. Dave says ha, 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 ha. So definitely get us on iHeartRadio, you guys. We're up, <coughs> excuse me. We're also on K4HD Radio, Jackalope Radio, Stitcher, Audio Boom, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spreaker, Apple TV, Podbean, Spotify, and Pandora. And on television, you can see us on Comcast, Roku, Vimeo, and YouTube. The mouthful. Always a mouthful. And if, and if you're dead, you could see us on a seance. I don't know why I said that, and but it's stupid. <laughs> and they said something about uh, one big place is my flat screen. So anybody who's got a big flat screen, watch Clown Fear, and you can see Ron and lots of ninnies. Ron being, I don't know what. Dave says I just not like my Sadie. happiest performance. Dave says I like I just like Sadie as an actress and great guys, great chat guys, a natural beauty. Yeah, bullshit makes those flowers grow. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. Yeah, Dave, you guys will enjoy it. It's really not a, it's not a great movie, but it's not terrible. We've seen many many worst worst it's, movies. It's, it's fun. It's silly it's fun. and fun. That's right. All good fun. That's what Dave said too. Um, all good fun. So it'll all be fun, and everybody will enjoy it. Um. Hang on, say something. I got a drink because I'm going to cough. Well, he tells me to shut up all the time, and now he tells me to say something. This man makes me nuts. Okay, well, now I'm back. So say something. Okay, so so everybody go on Jimmy Star Show with Ron Can Russell. You, take the glasses off. You look like, like an them. old man with the glasses. I don't care. I like them. Go to, I can't I read know. without them. Yeah, well, you don't have to read. Just look. Um, go to the Jimmy <sighs> Star YouTubes. You got Jimmy Star Show with Ron uh, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell YouTube, you guys, and uh, subscribe to our channel. We don't have that many subscribers. We're trying to build that also, and uh, so please subscribe to the channel. Look for our two ghost hunts on there, plus all our past interviews. And my daughter Leslie is in New York City visiting with her dearest friend in the world, Lara Spencer from Good Morning America, and that put in my head. So you know what? I posted on my Facebook page the interview I did with Lara Spencer. Watch it. It's a wonderful interview. It's heartwarming. It's loving. It's about a neighborhood, me, the father, my daughter Leslie, and the friendship of Lara Spencer as a child growing up. I love that interview. It's probably one of my favorite. And Ron's YouTube channel is called Ron Russell's Set the Record Straight. So you can just Google <laughs> Ron Russell's Set the Record Straight, and you can see all Ron's interviews that he did for his TV show, Set the Record Straight. With all the greatest legends of Hollywood. You'll enjoy it. It's up there, and he's got a ton of views, too. So subscribe to both channels, please, and watch the videos. And share them on Facebook and stuff so we can get some more views. We'd appreciate all your support. Mm -hmm. um, all right, so what we're going to do now, then, is we're going to try and get Angela on this phone. While we're getting Angela on the phone, we're going to play the country song of Wendy Moten and Vince Gill called uh, Faithless. I that love we love Wendy. so much. Love um, Wendy Moten. Love her, love her, love her. So, everybody, this is it. Uh, uh, Faithless by Wendy Moten and Vince Gill. When we come back, hopefully we beautiful have Angela song. on the show. What a beautiful This is a 
fucking beautiful song. Go, Rebel, go. Faithless love Like a river flows Raindrops falling On a broken rose Down in some valley Where nobody goes And the night blows in Like a cold, dark wind Faithless love Like a river flows Faithless love Where did I go wrong? Was it we're back are we back i think we might be back you guys that might have been the end of the song are we back oh ron's taking my glasses all right everybody are we back rebel yes we are hello all right hey everybody we're back we're having some technical difficulties with angela we haven't been able to see her her anything yet Uh, but that was faithless by wendy moton and vince gill angie baby leaned too far forward her breast hit the camera and it's out of commission yeah, An- Angela, hit the button. Hit the video button, Angela. I don't know why we can't see you. Another one with great knockers is on our show. Hang on. Let me see. What happens if I close? I love this. when all the boob bro. Hey, Dave. Dave Hughes in England. 
Angie Baby's stack like the other one. Stack like you can't believe. I'm trying to make it. I'm trying to turn it on. It's not. It did let me, and I saw myself, and then. Oh, we didn't see you. What happens when you hit the little video button? Now nothing. That's so weird. It just Uh says Jimmy Star view profile, uh, fit and crop video. So hold on, let's try one more thing. Here's what we're gonna try, and we'll try it like live and see what happens. Uh, hey, we're gonna hang up with you, and then you try calling her. You try calling Rebel back and seeing what happens, and and call it with the video button. Okay. All right. So hang up and call back. Is that okay, Rebel? Hopefully. Yes. And if we don't get to see fine. you, Angie, baby, take all your clothes off and do the interview nude. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just try to figure my settings out oh, over here. Um, audio and video settings. Give me a second. Okay. Well, we'll talk while you're like doing that. So everybody. Yeah, go ahead. Is, uh, anyway, Angie Baby is probably one of the nicest people you'll ever meet in your life. She's raising like 40,000 children, all single-handedly. She's a wonderful mom. She lives in Colorado. Why? I don't know. But to raise she, her kids. That's to raise her, her kids. kids. I would I would never raise my kids in Colorado. They're so anti-gay there. But anyway, <laughs> uh, she's just probably one of the most nicest people who's a producer. And she does a lot of films. And an actress. And, and, an actress and, and, and a manager. A manager. And a dear, dear friend of ours. And I love her a lot. And I tease the hell out of her. She's a great sport. We always t- comment on her knockers and stuff like that. See, I do those jokes. Years ago, it was okay. It was permissible to comment on people's body parts. Today, it's so like, oh, my God, you can't say that. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) Fuck you. Everybody thinks it, so why not say it? You're supposed to think what you say so people know who you are. I mean, how could you not notice them? They they don't even go straight out. One goes to the left and one goes to the right. I mean, you know, they're, they're like, forget about it. And Angie comes to Colorado, I mean, to L.A. all the time, you guys, for different movies. Um, oh, Teresa says, check your Skype updates, Angie. I'm on the, I'm on the uh, desktop. Oh, it should be uh, Naked on the desktop, laying there? Yeah. <laughs> Dave, you, she's laying, on her, she's laying on a desk, Dave, naked. With a great background. I just wanted you guys to see my shirt. I really wanted you to see my shirt. Well, we'd rather see you without the shirt. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're going for that X rating still, I see, Ron. I love you. I love love you, Angie, because we can play about your boobs. It's so much fun. You know, I don't know why women are so uptight. They spend fortunes to put water bags in their tits, right? And then if you comment on it, they get insulted. Well, you wanted to have big boobs and everybody look at them. You wear gowns (laughs) and their tits are hanging out of their gowns. And God forbid you look at them, they say, excuse me, my eyes are up here. Well, then you should have left yourself flat-chested with no tits, and nobody would have looked at you. They would have looked at your eyes. Women. Go Dave Hughes says he's naked now, too. <laughs> <laughs> Dave Hughes is naked. <laughs> the show's getting hot. And Ryan, and Ryan Palmer's Woo! talking about how, like, how like nobody knows how to have fun anymore, and he's right. Yeah, yeah. And, and the thing is, we're not on video. It's just me, me getting to see you guys and you guys getting to explain to them. So with them, uh, they, they already don't know what I'm, I'm doing right now. So nope. I, I'm sitting here in a Stanley. A commemorative Legion M shirt, and I'm talking to my two favorite talk show hosts in the entire universe, Jimmy and Ron. Yeah. 
And you're our favorite broad, too. <laughs> Dan, your Skype might need wait, updating. Go into Skype you, you, and see did, if you need did, an did update. You, did you see Clown Pia yet? Um, no, I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> it's a piece of work, honey. It's a piece that's of work. What I, that's what I've been hearing. I've been reading your reviews. It all sounds amazing. Well, you know, because we didn't have a director. The director was never there. He sat in his room, and everybody did their own thing, and it looks it. Because, you know, it's supposed to blend together, character talking to character. It looks like he shot us individually and then stuck us together. And it doesn't right. work. Sadie's unhappy with it. So is Augie. Everybody's unhappy with our performances. I was supposed to be an over-the-top, <laughs> funny, gay minister, and he told me to keep it down. Well, that well, you, sucks. you can't keep Ron Russell down. You know that. It's impossible. And exactly. Exactly. You got to give you your, all your fame and glory and uh, well, make sure. Oh, he hired me because of my high-talented, campy humor. And then uh -huh. he, wanted, he wanted it gone. So I tried to play it down as hard as I could, and it still came out high camp. <laughs> 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 so let's do a quick intro, everybody. This is Angela Joseph, even though you can't see her and neither can we. She's and a beautiful girl that's an Italian, Hispanic, sexy lady. With big knockers. Big, like big, I like big, big, say. huge knockers. And uh, she lives in Colorado with her family. She produces Good all mother. kinds of Good fabulous mother. films. One of the Thank films that, and actually how we met her, actually, no, we didn't meet her with Clown Fear, I mean Clown Motel. We met her at Crepitus. Because she was doing publicity for Crepitus. And we, that was one of the first red carpets when we moved here right. that we went to in LA. And liked you instantly. And we all liked each other instantly. And she's also one of the producers on Clown Motel Spirits Arise, which was the the number 800 of the top 10,000 movies uh, of num of 2019. And Angie's got a great <laughs> smile. When she smiles, her whole eyes twinkle, her whole face lights up. It's like one of those smiles that come from the soul, not just from like a big Hollywood, uh -huh. like our fake Hollywood red carpet smiles like this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I hate when I have to do those fucking smiles. So but then you I guys love being able to see you guys. I love being able to see you guys. Um it's not letting me turn it says my camera's off, but the camera light is on and it's not letting me uncheck the button or choose the camera. So um so this keep is trying. So, so we're going to do audio. So we're going to do audio. It's audio anyway, and we're going to like rock with it right now. All right, everybody. Well, no, she can see us, so we're on yeah. film. She's not. Yeah, you're on film with me. I can see you. I'm in the call, so you guys can hear me. You just can't see right, me. What am, what am I doing now? It looks like fish lips. No, I'm sending you kisses. When was the last, when was the last time you were kissed? That was. No, it's been a long time. It's been a long time, Ron. Well, David Hughes would love to kiss you, right, David? She's on the desk naked, David, waiting for you. That's right. She's got like this big, creepy clown sitting next to her. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, are you going to be in Clown Motel too? Of course I am. I'm the one of the final girls since I'm uh, Jane Doe and um, uh, Sergeant Kelly's fiance Brooke is stuck with me now in the Clown Motel. So they are uh, assembling the troops and gather, get getting the mission ready. And you're going to be given some serious orders and commands there, General. But do I have any scenes with you? Um, I don't think so, because I think you're sending them out on their mission. And uh, they've got to rescue me and Brooke. And we'll see. I don't know. Haven't read the script yet. Can't give spoilers. But I don't know if I'm going to survive it. 
I don't even know what I'm doing. I, I kept saying it, Joe. Where's my script? He said, another two weeks, two weeks. He's been saying two weeks for four months. <laughs> <laughs> I love Joe Kelly, my next husband. But, you know, my future husband. But uh, he's just too much with the script. Oh, but trust me, you're going to be, it's well worth the wait. And I've gone through uh, the um, process with uh, Joseph Kelly with Clown Motel, Spirits Arise. And it is one of the most amazing filmmaking journeys you are ever going to set foot on. Well, wait a minute. What's, what's, what's the full title, Clown Motel? No, that's the first one. Clown Motel, Spirits Arise is the first one. What's the second one? Clown Motel. Death, to death, death do us part. Yep. Why, no, Jimmy, she's speaking. Go ahead, Angie. We were saying the same thing at the same time. I know, um, but he's but annoying. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. Sorry, Jimmy. <laughs> I was trying to make sure that we both were on the same page. We sure <laughs> my are. Husband, my husband's insulted. I got to give him a kiss. Give me a kiss. No, I don't need a kiss. Oh, Let's just keep kiss. talking. Mm. Anyway, it's okay. Clown Motel 2, you guys. Death do us part. And one death reason, do us one part. Re one reason why uh, Angie came on, besides the fact that we love her and she's fabulous, is that Clown Motel 2 is doing an Indiegogo campaign, and we want everybody who wants to participate to help make it reach its goals so we can make a new movie. Um, tell everybody a, a little bit about your Indiegogo campaign, Angela. Um, okay, we're on Kickstarter. and oh, I'm sorry. Have, no, it's okay. It's okay. Kickstarter, we're all for nothing. Um, so if we don't make our goal in the um, in those set amount of in the set amount of time, nobody loses their money, and um, obviously the project won't get funded. But we're on a we've got um, a very very good start. Um, we have let me uh, see my exact days. So we have a sixty thousand dollar goal, and we already are at. They're pulling it up right as we speak. We're already at $15,000. Um, uh, so towards our 60000 we have 40 days to go. This is uh, going to fund the feature film. Um, everything uh, that we need, um, we're going to be able to take care of. We've got the locations um, from Boulder, Boulder Canyon, uh, from the caves down there to the Clown Motel and Las Vegas. And then we've got an amazing cast. Part of the cast is coming back. Um, some of our majors are coming back, but we've got some amazing additions to the cast, including Ron Russell, Lorene Landon, Eileen Dietz, Dietz, Sherry Davis. Oh, yeah. Ari Lehman's coming back. Tony Moran is coming back. Um, we've got um, Ezra Buzzington from Hills Have Eyes. He's and Fight also, Club. He's in The Illusionist. Yes, he's coming, about, he's coming about, on board. What about my future husband soon? Uh, Joe. Joe plays. Uh, he's in it. I know, but she he's didn't say the, Joe Kelly. Well, he was in the first one, so it's. He's uh, the no, star. But, he's the writer. He's the director. He yeah. is Sergeant Kelly. Anything that uh, I guess you know, my character uh, and myself. You always ask why I'm Jane Doe on certain social media. Well, I'm in been in character for a while. I want to say something about Joe Kelly. He is not gay, folks. That's my standing joke with him. I call him my future husband, but he is not gay. Joe is straight. I just want to make that point. He just likes to joke about it because Joe's a very handsome man. I love Joe. Joe very is a handsome and very sweet. Very he's sweet. sweet very intelligent. He's an absolute dream to work with. Um, he's one of the, um, the brightest upcoming filmmakers in the industry right now. I've never uh, worked side by side with a filmmaker that was a joy from start to finish of, a, of one film and many other projects. 
he lends hands um, in the industry on everybody's projects. If you know, we're all team players. We have got a network of amazing filmmakers, and every one of us is working right now. You know, since we crossed paths on Crepitus, you guys and I have been to so many different events together and we have crossed paths and now we're in so many different movies. I mean, I, I can't, I can't even express my happiness. Oh, I, I have six, I have six films waiting for me. Would you believe that? I did. Yeah. Three I, I, I did three and I have six. Talk about a comeback. I mean, I feel like, you know, Joan Crawford or Betty Davis when they came back years later, you know, they were great dramatic actresses and they came back in horror movies. So this is my comeback to film. I haven't worked in 35 years on film. You know, I did TV. Right. So now it's my comeback uh, movies, all of them. And I think that, Clown Motel being a comedy, uh, I'm only hoping Joe allows me to use my comic humor. And I asked him, and he said, "No, I'm playing dramatic." So let's see how good I am as a drama. Oh, you're going to be great a as dramatic drama. actor. I'm, you know. Hey, hey, Angela. <coughs> yeah. Oh shit! I can't. I don't know how to like go back up into the chat room. Somebody said. Oh, it's on another. It's on another uh, window. I'll go look. Yeah. Where? Well, uh, well, uh, uh, Ryan Palmer said, "Tell something about some kind of weird menstruation story with Joe Kelly." But I, I couldn't. It went by so fast. I ministration read story. Menstration. No, 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 no. Wow. Ministration. Oh, like it must be a typo. <laughs> like any appearance. Yeah, I'm reading what Ryan wrote, and uh, tell Ryan to write something real quick because this simultaneous, spontaneous story. I, I, I'm not saying the word that he typed because that's not what he. What, I don't think that's what he meant. Uh, but yeah, there's. there's <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we, we go far on our show, but we really don't give a fuck about No, that, I'm sorry. I mean, when he reads what he types, he'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah, no. Uh, uh, <laughs> it, mm, all right. Let's, let's start over there. Whoever, somebody named. Uh, 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 it says, oh, he must have missed her laughing out loud. Who's dramatic? Uh, these, the messages are going so fast. I don't know how to scroll. Yeah, back. OK, well, Sherry Nelson, Jimmy Starr. Uh, Sherry Nelson is in. Hi, hey, Sherry. Hi. Oh, that's my... Oh, Sherry Nelson. Oh, hi, Sherry. You're so Wait wonderful. Stop. Halt. Do not go any further. No one must speak. Sherry Nelson and the Smith brothers found the front end Audi TT Roadster. They, bought, they are having it sprayed canary yellow like my car, and they're mailing it to me as a gift. Now, tell me these are not fabulous people. I will be forever, ever working to make her a star for this she's fabulous now, now if you let me grab your boobs angie baby i can make you a star you Isn't don't remember you don't remember nation's fire nobody got a camera on it thank god but you came up behind me and you grabbed both of my boobs from behind and you literally lifted me off the ground by them i do that all the time how can i <laughs> <laughs> I'm the only kid-grabbing gay guy in Hollywood. Oh. Sherry Nelson is absolutely, you know, I said to Jimmy. Oh, Tom Souls, her boyfriend oh, is listening too. Say hi to Tom. I, hey, hey, Tom. Tom. <laughs> when I first met Sherry, I wasn't thrilled with her. And I said to Jimmy, watch out for this one. I think she's full of shit. And Jimmy said, no, 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 she's really sweet. Then Garrick Lee said, oh, I love her. She's really nice. And everybody started liking her. And I was like a little doubtful. You know, she sent a wristwatch to me and Jimmy as a gift. I thought kind of bribery, you know, honey, you don't have to do that. If you 
you've got talent, we'll push you. If you stink, you could send me a Rolex, <laughs> exactly. a Rolex, a Rolex and a Rolls Royce, and you're not going to get anything. But in knowing her and this kind, wonderful gesture she did, it doesn't tell me about the front end of my car. It tells me she cared. She, yes. cares, she cares for me. And that goes beyond anything that anybody could ever say about her. So to me, she's absolutely honest, good-hearted, wonderful, and I am, I'm absolutely her slave. I will do all I can to make this lady a famous movie star. I got her in two movies already. That's and, and awesome. I, and, I, and that's just a start because a person that cares enough to go out of their way and do what she and Tom did in the Smith Brothers, you know. Good people, and they come from a town of only 80 people in Canada. Now, if they were from Brooklyn or New York, you'd get, you'd get shit in a handbag. Sure. Right, right. Let, let alone the front end to my beautiful car. Anyway, that is, that, I'm, that is just amazing. That's like a yeah, miracle. Well, she's, <laughs> she's beautiful, and, and I think Joe Kelly and you should put her in the next film. Not clown because we're booked, but any film down the road, I think you should put her in that film because she's absolutely stunningly beautiful. Those green eyes, my God. The camera's, oh my God. Got, the camera's got to come in for a close-up of those eyes. She's gorgeous. Well, you, you got it. I mean, you know the talent that – the talented friends that we have, you guys, is just absolutely beyond. Uh, everybody has been knocking at my door in the past uh, couple weeks since we uh, successfully wrapped presentable um, photography on compatible in like a less than a week here in Colorado. At the end of January, we have been ha we have had. Let me see. I'm counting right now. One, two, three, four. We brought on four more movies. Joseph Kelly and I already have a slate of 10 films for this year. So I just brought on four more since we wrapped out in Colorado. And um, well, that, that, that's like Jimmy Starr. Jimmy Starr's doing, I don't know how many movies, and they're all major releases in theaters. And, you know, he's got a stable of actors and actresses, Lorene Landon. Of course, Sadie Katz, Sherry Davis, you, quite a few people that, are, uh -huh. and of course, of course uh, Sherry Nelson, are in his stable of actors and actresses. Uh, of course, he will have major, you know, five-star, million-dollar uh, performing actors in the film. But it's a good film to be in because it's not uh, going to be at Walmart. We went to Walmart, by the way, to buy our film, and it was sold out clown fear so we had to drive to palm desert to go to the other walmart and we found the copy jimmy star is so proud of me which i don't know why and he talks to this couple they were mexican i don't even know if they spoke english well yes they did well, they, she didn't they were born here in america well she had a fucking accent from somewhere she was anyway, he's, loved him. he's telling them how I'm in the movie and how wonderful I am. And they were going to buy the they were, movie. They were, they they were going to go buy, buy the movie. And, and they took a picture with him. And then they said, do you mind, Mr. Russell, if we have a picture? I want to say, fuck you. What picture? What do you need a picture for? Anyway, <laughs> you know, that's Jimmy Starr. But yes, he's very good. You guys, I'm not saying the movie's great. I'm just saying he is great in the movie. No, yeah, but I should have been in a different movie. Well, you will be. No, that part, the part I played should have been in a comedy because the, because the, 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 it didn't go together. 
Sadie is doing a very big dramatic number, which was phenomenal. I mean, I was standing there two feet from her, and I wanted to cry when I saw her work. And everything is very dramatic and very heavy duty. And there I am acting like a flippin' faggot. I mean, you know, it just didn't go. It didn't work. It didn't belong. <clears throat> it worked. It was very good. Oh, so let's go back. As I said, the director, Min Collins, was never on the set. He never told us what to do. We never saw him. And that was the complaint of all the actors. Today, directors have got to learn to interview their stars and their feature players, find out what their characters are, discuss the character, give it a background so the actors know better how to perform. They don't do that anymore. They give you your lines, your sides, read your signs, go out there and do it. No rehearsal. Who gives a shit? No table readings. Nothing. That's right. why that's why these films stink, because all the actors are good, but all they do is read lines because they don't have background of the character. OK, so let's go back to Clown Motel, too. Besides bringing on a brand new cast uh, with the cast that, that was uh, lots of people from the cast that was already there. You got a lot of great names. Tell people how do they find the Kickstarter campaign? Um, what you're going to do is uh, if you go to Kickstarter, um, go to Clown Motel uh, number two, and it will pull it up. You can also find us on Facebook at Clown Motel. Um, you can find us on uh, Twitter, a Joe Kelly film um, at Twitter, and, uh, and mine is a Shared Economy US. Uh, you can find us everywhere, actually. Clown Motel is trending. I mean, we've got uh, a, a huge fan following. And I wasn't even close to done with the uh, the new with some of the new cast. I know I said uh, Sherry. Uh, I missed Mindy Robinson. Okay. Absolute Mindy Robinson and Alyssa Dowling. Julianne Prescott is coming back. She is Gemma, the wicked badass clown that's badder ass than Harley Quinn with the miniskirt. Um, you know, we've got the the music from Dietrich Thrill from Beauty and Suffering, as well as uh, Deviant Core. You guys' favorite song, Clown Motel. Deviant yeah, I love Core. that song. These those those Juggalo clowns are going to be in the film as well. And then Dietrich uh, from Beauty and Suffering and Lords of Acid is in he's it this time. Back. Yes, that's the last place that the girls were seeing alive was at his concert in Vegas for Clown Motel 1. Also, guess what, guys? Did you hear Angie Stevenson's coming on board? Yeah, I love that. You know Angie Sean. Stevenson. Of course I know yep. Angie Stevenson. You guys, she's from Sons of Anarchy. Who yes. doesn't know Angie? Angie's another sweetie. So now, uh -huh. listen, do you think we could get Joe to rewrite uh, Motel 2, whereby he becomes... Like he's a closet gay guy and he's in love with the general. And <laughs> and there's a scene when we're in bed together making love and kissing and stuff. You think Joe would go for that? Yeah. Maybe in one of the general's fantasy dream scenes, but I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. It has to be a fantasy dream scene because I don't oh. think that's going to make him look Captain America enough. <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> Even a dream scene, I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> Andy. He's so cute. He's so kissable. I love to hug him. He's like a little boy in a grown-up's body. <laughs> he really is. He's like a 10-year-old kid. He's the sweetest man in the world. Yes, and, and, and very silly. He loves Halloween and loves trick-or-treating, so don't, yeah. don't ever I love forget that. that. I love that That's shit. why I like him. He's like me. He's a stupid kid, and I love to be kiddy and stupid, and he, and, and he has that side to him. Not stupid, but funny. 
Joe yeah. is a sweet guy. And I'm not kicking yeah. his ass to get in his film because I don't do that shit. Are you already in oh, it? Oh, no. We yeah, I'm already that. in it. No, no. I, I <laughs> never, I, you're already there. <laughs> the only person I asked to be in a film, and that was, I was going to, Marcel uh, Waltz, who I love his work. Blind, his movie, is the best I've ever seen. I love Blind. And now he's doing another movie, and Marcel has asked me to come into his movie. And I'm thrilled to pieces to work with Marcel, just yes. as I am to work with Joe. I understand that Marcel is a is a fabulous director and very nice on the set, as Joe is. It's so yes. important to make your actor feel comfortable. Um, I was not comfortable on Clown Fear. I felt uh, I screwed up on so many things because I just wasn't ready for the way they shot film today. Mm -hmm. It's different, different from my day. Uh, and also the lack of caring. No one cares anymore on a set. If you're in trouble, they don't care. It's terrible. It's not it's, filmmaking. It wasn't a team. No, it was not a team. Uh, everybody hated Min. No one liked him. The director, especially uh -huh. Sadie Katz, because what he did to her was horrible. How she helped write hey, it. You don't need to write. No, and he never a, gave her credit, and he screwed that, Sadie Katz really big time. And he didn't even want to invite it to the opening of the movie, which was horrible. Then I wrote on Facebook all about it. Yeah, I saw. I saw. And, 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 I wasn't and, down there, so I wasn't able to support, but I sure did right. share what she wrote. And then an hour later, Min contacted Jimmy and said, oh, yes, we want Sadie there. So, you know, it was a bunch of political bullshit, and it shows in the movie. So I'm looking forward to working with Joe and my Sherry Davis, who I love and adore, Miss Knockers. I love another one with a set of jugs. I know, could he likes you. jugs. Well, you know why? Because I'm not that gay. You know, I mean, I was married, and my okay, wife so let's switch had big boobs. Let's oh, he to, gets jealous. Let's go to I my wife had enormous boobs. Let's go. Let's go to Angela real quick. So, Angela, you're producing all these films. You're becoming very well known in the independent film movement. Let's say you could you could work with any anybody on the planet. Who 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 is like a male actor and female actor that you would like to work with, and what kind of movie would you want to do? A male actor that I would like to work with. Female. Do oh, you want me to start with female first, or you can start any way you want. Hmm. You said actor. You putting me down there. I'm I'm on the director writer level. So okay. So me... okay. Well, th who's a director and a writer too? Give us that too. That way you can okay. start talking. Okay. Okay. So uh, Stephen King, okay. writer director. I want and Legion M just asked this question earlier today. And uh, Stephen King and Quentin Tarantino, I didn't have a female on the writer-director. I guess I need to come up with a female then. And on the actors, um, I'm anxious to work with uh, Dwayne Johnson. I want to work with The Rock. <laughs> That's a good one. I like him. How about uh, yeah, he's real family. He's real family, family, and wonderful dad and everything, too. I'd really like to work with, with The Rock. And well, how about sorry about my dog. Okay. Destiny. Listen, how about Barbara Streisand? She's a, uh, a director, producer, and actress, and she did a beautiful job on her performance in um, Yenta. I know, Yenta was it? Yenta. Yeah, Yenta. yeah. Yenta. I, I love Barbara Streisand growing up. I love Barbara Streisand growing up. Um, but as far as like my bucket list on a female, it's going to be, it's probably going to be a little more current. And I, I guess I would, what I would want to say is um, Ellen DeGeneres or M Melissa McCarthy. 
Yeah, that, I like Melissa McCarthy. Wow, what a strange thing. Okay, so what about I what's, would never a, have thought those what's a female actress that you, if you were going to like be working on a film, what female actress do you think, oh my God, I'd love to have her in my cast? Michelle Rodriguez. Oh, yeah, that I love that. That's a good pick. Charlize Theron is my oh. pick. Did you, uh, she's in all the Fast and Furious movies, and did you ever see, yeah. uh, did you see that surfing movie in Hawaii with Kate Bosworth um, that Michelle Rodriguez is in? It's a great movie. Probably so. She's a badass no matter yeah, what movie you put her in. I love her. Absolutely love her. Did you see uh, Invincible Man yet? No, not yet. I just well, went and saw Birds of Prey with my sons on Sunday. Did you like it? I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to no, buy it no, when it comes no out. No one likes it. Everybody wants I, it. They all just I, like it. No, not me. It was badass. And you should have seen the boobs represented in there, Ron. Holy shit. Oh, all of the I, females, all the I females were fighting and it, it was badass fight scenes, badass characters, badass choreography and special effects. I really liked it. Did you see Mike Ferguson at all? Were you able to see him in any scenes? Um, I did not know to be looking for him. Oh, okay. I just had a no, great time. Getting back to the Invisible Man, Elizabeth Moss did a performance that you have got to watch. And the film is fabulous, by the way. It's not like the corny old one. It's a new idea. Watch it. I know that Joe's going to love it. Um, Elizabeth Moss worked every single scene. She was in that movie nonstop. I'm exhausted from watching her work. That's how hard she worked. She's a brilliant actress. You guys, you and Jimmy and everybody should get Elizabeth Moss into one of your movies. Yeah, I looked her up because I, I don't, we don't watch any of the things that she's in, but she's huge. Oh, she is huge? Yeah, she's, so like, she's a million-dollar girl? Yeah, she's a million-dollar She's on. Oh, well. She's in uh, whatever that TV show is, uh, The Handwives Tale or Handmaiden's Tale or whatever well, the hell that show is. In Invisible <laughs> Man, she was... Fa- Trust me, her honey. I, her IMBD number was like 43 or something, which An- puts Angie her like Baby. at the top no. of the list. <laughs> Angie Baby, let me know what you think of her performance. Okay? Yeah, you're going to like it. You're going to okay, love it. Okay, in The Invisible Man, yes. Yes, I'm so sure I will. And Wait, t- take the kids. The kids can see it. Okay. Oh, yeah, there's no nudity or anything. How, so how are the kids? They're doing absolutely wonderful. They still want to stay in Colorado? Yeah. It's stuck. They don't want to be surfers, kids. Don't they want to be surfers? Take them to the beach here. Let them surfboard. You know, make put that shit in their head. And then they'll want to move here. Yeah, I'm trying. It's just that, I, you know, it's my family, Ron. You know that I know, my mom, but you know, you my, know, mom uh, my brother, my grandsons, my all five of my kids, we're all here. We've been here so long. They've got such footing and they're getting straight A's. The boys are all getting straight A's in Cherry Creek schools. Um, they're in junior year and freshman years for the twins. So in a couple of years. So, a couple yeah. of years Meanwhile, these out. are her children. She's got like 73 children. Great. Great. She's a single mom raising five children. I raised two single dad and I know what it's like raising children singularly. That's another reason why I love uh, Angie Baby. Uh, Davis, uh, Sherry Davis, should I say? Sherry Davis has an autistic daughter that she raises single handedly. (laughs) Joe has, uh, Joe Kelly has a son that he raised single handedly. Not Uh, totally single handedly. Well, mostly. And I (laughs) I love these people because. I, I know what it's we like. One minute, so you I know go. what it's like, and that's why I bonded to these people more than others, because 
Not you only have to be a special person to give up everything to raise your children. And they're not giving up everything. They're all they're pursuing their dreams while they're raising children. Yeah, but I, I didn't because I didn't have a mother or father living with me. My parents lived in California. I lived on Long Island. I know Island. we got that part, but and I I was so everybody listen up. Clown Motel Two Death Do Us Part Kickstarter. Please support it. Angela Joseph's on Twitter. She's at Shared Economy US. Just go to Clown Motel and you can stick it in the search on. Uh, Facebook and find everybody. Let's support it. Uh, it's going to be a great, great, great movie. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a great horror movie. It should only be the hit that Clown 1 was. It's going to be a bigger hit than Clown Motel 1. And everybody That's in the chat room, thank you so much, everybody in the chat room, for joining us. We're working on getting videos going. Rebel, thank you so much. And we got to go, everybody. We'll see everybody next week. See you soon, Angie. Bye. Bye. Thanks for Bye. having me back. Uh-huh. We love you. Bye. 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 In the mix, yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go, the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live, and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. So come watch it live on W4CY Radio. Miss some past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show. With Ron Russell.